The Art of the Pivot is brought to you by Signavio. Hello, Mark Jeffries here again with another Art of the Pivot interview. This week, Aaron Cooper, Interim Chief Executive Officer of Groupon. You know, in his 10 years with the company, he's held various leadership roles, including President of North America, Chief Marketing Officer, Head of Global Travel, Head of North America Goods, and Head of North America Services. Prior to joining Groupon, Aaron held leadership positions at Orbitz and Options Express and consulting roles at A&G Partners, AOL, and Prime. Waterhouse. Aaron, welcome. Where do we find you today? Thank you so much. I'm in Chicago. Uh, it's really nice outside as we head into winter. I'm used to, I'm a few blocks from Wrigley Field. It's a great place. Oh, fantastic. Great location, especially when it gets warmer, I'm guessing. Um, so let's get into this. Uh, your interim CEO, what, what was that like becoming that role during a global pandemic? Because without the pandemic, it's one thing, but with it, I can't imagine. So how did you go about prioritizing things when you first stepped into the role and what was it like? Uh, thanks. Um, so curious what stepping into that role was like. Um, at the beginning of the pandemic, first, just to set the stage, local businesses around the world were going on lockdown. Our merchants were trying to figure out how to do business and our customers were scared. You have to put yourself back in the mentality of everybody back in April. So when I stepped into my role, um, the first priority was to stabilize the business. This meant managing our balance sheet, supporting our customers and merchants around the world as they navigated COVID restrictions and creating a work from home environment to help the entire organization also adapt to new leadership. So to address these challenges, I worked with the rest of the management team to execute on an impactful restructuring program, which when completed will take 225 million of costs out of the business by 2022. At the same time, we embarked on a deep analysis of our customer merchant value propositions and developed a strategy to address core gaps in our business model that once addressed will position us for growth. And along the way, we demonstrated the durability of the business and our ability to pivot during these challenging times. As you mentioned, prior to becoming interim CEO, I've led multiple teams at this company and I know the business extraordinarily well. And my job is to now to make sure that we're quickly adapting to the needs of our Groupon community. That's customers, merchants, and employees in the 13 countries in which we do business. We did hard work to position Groupon for future growth. And now we're really focused on that and creating value for all of our stakeholders. I'm so grateful to Groupon's 4,000 employees around the world, many of whom are in their ninth month of working remotely. Um, so we've done a great job of bringing this team together. And I'm just really proud of the way everybody showed up because um, it's been a tough year. It really has. And it has been a full on pivot for so many, me included. I had to redesign this office and put lights in and microphones and all of that. What, what was it like working from home for you, especially in such a senior position? Um, you know what? I think it's like everybody else, what they have to do. I got three boys, so nine, 12 and 13. And in those first few months, they were all home from school, just working <clears throat> on video, just like everybody else. And so, uh, one, it helps me identify really well with our employees. Um, you know, all of our employees, everybody has their own situation working from home and everything that has hit them personally in the pandemic and our customers and our merchants. Um, so for me, it's my own flavor of the madness. But, uh, you know, I think I've been on the lucky side. 
Yeah. Yes, it's been quite the adventure, hasn't it? All right, let me just talk about your customers. What would you say normally, from your perspective, what is most important for your customers? And what are they turning to you to provide now in abnormal times? Sure. Groupon is known for our customers for an amazing selection of local experiences. We have unique inventory that no one else has. So whether that means getting a massage or a family day at the zoo, we find great things that customers can do at a great value. And the marketplace that we're in is the local marketplace, which we estimate to be north of $1 trillion. Within local, we're most differentiated in our things to do, beauty and wellness, and dining offerings. Personally, as a customer, I take advantage of all of them. Um, and we believe that there's over 80 or more local experiences that our average customer participates in annually. But to give you a sense of our scale, and I'm talking the third quarter of this year, um, we sold yeah. over 12 million local units. Our local North American customers spent over 20 million on massages, 15 million on Botox, and tens of millions on leisure activities in their local neighborhoods. That is incredible. And, that, and that's during a pandemic. Now, you must have seen a big change in customer behavior, though. Were the changes that you saw aligned with what your expectations were? So you must have met as a senior team and gone, OK, this is probably what's going to happen. Uh, did it kind of all level out the way you planned? I mean, you're in a pandemic, you're taking things week to week. Again, go back to set the stage of the different things that we were juggling back in April. Um, what we did is we learned. We learned and we built muscle and we built an adaptive culture to that. And it sounds like easy words for me to say, but that's all experience that this team has. So now yeah. here we are, we find ourselves in, you know, similar territory in some of our markets with things shutting down and people staying, staying home more than they were um, this summer. And our team has all the tools they need to adapt and adopt to the different environment. And, and that's muscle that we can just now build from. Yeah. Without a doubt, there's real value there. So um, get a bit granular with, with me if you can. Um, what adjustments, apart from obviously the learning that you've been through, what adjustments have you made to your business as, as a result of all of the changes in, in customer behavior? And now we have a vaccine. Let's hope we're returning to some form of, of normalcy in the future. But right now, to your point, we're all locking down again. Yeah, let me, I think what will be really helpful is, is that yes, I'm proud of the team for their adaptions and the way that we used our broad assortment to show up for our customers. It proved the nimbleness and resilience of our business model, um, which, you know, we were nervous. Even in the darkest times, we found that we were doing over $5 million in billings a day, but and it grew from there. But, you know, people had a right to be nervous back in April. As we've demonstrated that, we then focused not on just tweaks and optimizations within COVID, we retrenched and came up with an approach to build a whole new business model. Um, for a Groupon. And for what that means is, is that we went deep into the customer merchant value propositions. These are the fundamental changes that we're making because we needed to figure out how to make Groupon outside into a recovery, not in the pandemic, but into a recovery, work better for our customers. That's our merchants and our consumers. So that people aren't just buying these Groupons once a quarter. I'm talking once a month, once a week, and maybe even once a day. The main things there that we focused on is we focused on number one, building inventory. That is our top priority. I'm happy to talk more about it because it is so key to a marketplace to do this and do it right. And then second, changing the customer merchant experience, really evolving it with marketplace-backed practices um, that we think our customers and merchants, um, based on our insights, are dying to take advantage of. 
when you say building inventory, a lot of our listeners will be aware of Groupon, but might not fully understand the depth and breadth of what you're up to. When you say building inventory, what does that actually mean? So it's, it's so important because we already have an, an enormous amount of unique local inventory. We, and, and it's, it's so much um, that um, it is so inspiring to our customers. The key here is that we want to go beyond inspiration. So here's the way to think about it, is that for us, um, let me give you the context of other marketplaces. I think this will be helpful. The way you build a successful marketplace, and this is proven, successful marketplaces and ad platforms, is you start with merchant adoption. That allows you to build the foundation of supply, the foundation needed to attract customers. And now once you had reached like the tipping point of commerce, so customers and do, merchants doing a lot of business on your platform, you can then introduce market-driven pricing tools that allow merchants to who want more volume to get more volume on an opt-in basis. That creates new revenue for the marketplace. The Groupon marketplace, and this gets to your question on, on inventory, the Groupon marketplace, we weren't built to be a traditional marketplace. We started with this high cost model. And what that meant is for merchants, they were paying up to 75% when you factor in the discount and the margins. Now that was the discounts are exciting for our customers and so core to the inspiration that Groupon is known for. But the marketplace wasn't structured to support or encourage repeat purchase frequency at the merchant level. In fact, Groupon had no way of participating in downstream value. Now you ask what our customers want. They want more inventory. They can buy repeatedly. They want our merchants to feel comfortable putting all of their inventory on. And for merchants, our higher cost approach worked for some of their items, but not for all of their items. So what our merchants are looking for is they're looking for a value proposition that allows them to put all of their inventory on. So they can always be there when customers are interested in, um, in searching for what they do and do best. And here's what we did. In the third quarter, we announced our, um, our strategy, which started with building inventory. We set a goal of 25 to 50% improvements in inventory and this is in the middle of a pandemic with the other changes I'm talking about. And the team went out and made it happen. We exceeded the high end of 50% inventory. And for folks who have launched a new product, that's, that's like product adoption that is, feels off the charts. And I'll give you one more example though, because I, I talked to a number of these merchants and I talked to this one merchant, she, she owned a, a beauty salon. She had three services. She, after we presented her with our new offering, our new low cost offering, which is this product called Offers, which adds to her deals, which is this, the high, the high uh, margin, high discount. She added offers. Yeah. She expanded her inventory from three items to over 70 items. Wow. She then said with all the offers, because of the lower economics, customers can come and come back repeatedly on all of her items. And she added our booking technology. So full trifecta improvement in our merchant value prop to improve our customer value prop. And by the time I talked to her just a couple weeks after she launched that new offering, a third of her sales were already coming on on things she told me she would never have been able to launch if we haven't adapted our offering. So within COVID, we're talking really material innovation to the foundation of our customer merchant value proposition to get after the opportunity um, that you know is ours to to to, to kind of own um, as a leader in local commerce. That's remarkable. Out of interest, very briefly, uh, uh, your top team, your amazing team, which is a harder sell for them: bringing in new merchants who perhaps haven't experienced the value of Groupon yet, or bringing in new customers. Same thing applies. 
You know, they're, they're both exciting. Um, and, and, and if you have to think about both sides, for, for customers, the attraction is we have unique inventory that nobody else has, and we have it at scale, and we've got great prices. Um, and that's fun. You can create such exciting energy around that. I'll give you an example. Um, last week, and this isn't typical of our marketing, but last week um, I, I went out with my family and we did a scavenger hunt in downtown Chicago. So you asked me, I'm, I'm up by Wrigley. The scavenger hunt was down by the Bean, um, so down by Millennium Park. It was a couple hours, outdoor scavenger hunt, guide yourself. It was like a, sca a scavenger hunt uh, meets escape room. And there um, we spent a couple hours, this is 50 degrees in Chicago. It was a blast. And my, and so on, that's unique. It's very special. I got it because Groupon inspired me. And so that spoke to me. I bought it. And guess what? My kids, my wife, they're telling their friends about it. And now there's multiple other families taking advantage of that. So my, my main point is there, the uniqueness of our inventory is so attractive to our customers. And now with the change that we've made to the merchant value proposition to make it cheaper so that they can put more on the platform and easier with our self-service technology, um, it makes it easier for us to get merchants because we're just lowering all these barriers that that other um, advertising platforms and marketplaces don't have. Um, so we've got a great business model. Um, we're just modernizing it. I love that. You're going through this endless uh, transformation, digital transformation. So a question on tech. Have you had to use or deploy new technology in your business in the last eight months? Any examples? Absolutely. So after inventory, which is our number one priority, um, we really are focused on using technology to modernize the customer and merchant experience, which is the other half of our growth strategy. And what we're doing right now, um, it's some of the biggest changes that Groupon has had in, in our 12 years. Um, and in a time when our merchants need the right tools and resources to navigate the challenges caused by COVID. And, and so this is something that's energizing the team, is entirely on mission, um, and where we're seeing real responsiveness from merchants. I'll give you a few examples. One, yes, we lowered the price by way of introducing offers. Now we can apply uh, technology to offers so that offers and the rest of our deals product via our campaign builder tool, which you just launched, are self-service. That makes it a lot easier for merchants to do more, experiment more, and take advantage of this platform, which drives so much of their business. We also offer a free proprietary booking tool to our merchants. And I've talked to merchants over the years. One thing that the best merchants always want, they're already getting a great, great economics, they feel. They already feel like they know how to work our platform, even though we're gonna make it easier for more, they want more customers. And so the thing that we haven't been able to provide is be able to say, yes, I can get you more customers. Now with sponsored listings, which is an MVP uh, product that we just put out there, merchants now have the tools that allow them to pay more to get more. And that's something, honestly, we've had to say no before, and now we're saying yes, just like every other advertising platform and marketplace out there. So there's real good energy behind this for us to say yes to our customers and merchants in new ways, um, and yes to them to doing more commerce on our platform. When in the past, um, we've blocked them in a no, we can now say yes. I love that you're constantly trying to take the complexity out of the processes, out of the technology. It clearly works for, for both sides of the transaction, as well as your own team. Um, our time is almost at a close, but I'd love to ask you what you see in the next 12 to 18 months trending for your business. Uh, obviously, there is going to be continual change, but what are the predictions right now? 
So listen, we're all looking forward to recovering from the impact of the pandemic at some point next year, um, when feel, people will feel employees, merchants, customers um, will get to some level of what feels like normalcy. Um, and it's exciting for me that Groupon is using this opportunity now to make all the changes we need so that when customers and merchants are coming back, they're coming back to something that is substantially improved, a new Groupon with more inventory that on the merchant side is easier to use. There's a more complete offering on the customer side and just to name it, where customers can buy and buy again, which is what they've asked for. So all these things that um, we've seen proven in other growth marketplace and advertising platforms, we're now able to bring the uniqueness of the Groupon marketplace. And for us, um, you know, doing this within COVID just makes us that much more exciting for us as to what we can bring to our broader community um, into a recovery. Very nice. And talking of community, we have many people listening and possibly watching as well. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Final thoughts? I'll, I'll, give, you, I'll give you a couple. Um, one, I think as, as a leader during this year, I'll just, I'll just tell you a few things that I learned um, in, 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 to the extent that they can be helpful to anybody. Um, but I feel as though the impact that leaders can have in this period of time is, is extraordinarily important. And, I, and, just, and just because I, I feel like people may have had this experience, but it's good to punctuate, and I'll give you my examples of mine. Um, not only are we, are we inventing um, components of the value proposition, but we're leading so many employees. And for me, there's, there's two parts to that, which is one, um, building that positive energy with the employee so that he or she builds energy from their employment, builds energy from working at Groupon because they're facing so many other things in their life right now. And it's hard sometimes to zoom out and just realize how you're supporting so many different people that are juggling kids and staying at home and maybe living alone. There's a lot going on there that, that's helpful for support. Um, and, and so we're really, we're really working with our teams to, to use Groupon as an employment opportunity to energize them so they feel the connection to, from what they're doing to deeply understanding our strategy. We've invested a lot of time in that so they can understand that the meaningfulness of the impact that they're having and really have that feel more tangible, that's number one. And then the other dimension um, is, is social responsibility. Um, and the degree of that impact that you can have, I'll just give you one by way of example. Um, one, of our, one of the things we did in response to the killing of George Floyd um, was, to, was to hold a book club. And this is just this is one of the things, but we've got a great team here, and and the idea is we we did the book white fragility. We 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 had over five hundred people in the book club that we we bought the book for, and as part of our book club, we had people um, explain how they were using what they learned to impact their community. And I was I was there on, on video here here at home, um, and I had to step away from the computer because I was I was hearing people explain the how it affected them and how they were to then take those learnings and share them with so many others and the leverage in that is so important and to hear some of the stories um just help me understand like the the responsibility um that leaders have during this period of time um to to their employees and 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 just with all the influence they could have so for me there's been a couple of a couple of things that really stand out but um but i thought interesting to share those two um because um at least for me they've been really impactful thank you for asking 
My absolute pleasure. And thank you for sharing. And thank you again for being with us on this interview. Aaron Cooper, we really appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. The Art of the Pivot is brought to you by Signavio. 